So, hello everyone. My name is Rafi Manzor. And my name is Dean Perra, the DC. <laughs> and this is the Big Watcher. Okay, ready? Hello, bitch. And this is Wait, Don't Do It, where we tell you to wait. Celebrate two years. Oh, wait, don't do it. Wait, don't do it is two years. Oh, we have a toddler. Careful, Can y'all believe that? I am like astounded. When I was literally telling Nunu, we were just talking to somebody else. We were like, yeah, we've been doing this for like three years. And it's only been two years. But honestly, when you think about it, it it almost feels like a year because I don't even remember us doing it in the closet in the dark. Remember, we didn't do audio. We were just doing audio and we were just in your closet (laughs) in the dark. With a MacBook Air microphone. Uh, <laughs> first of all, let's say the MacBook Air microphone. Uh, <laughs> That's what you're all, using right now. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a year because last year, pandemic obviously has started and we decided to start using three, which is like the video and what a lot of people now know to be way don't do it. You know, there's a lot of OGs, I love you, who've been there from the beginning, season one and two. But I feel like a lot of people know who we are now, season three. Well, if you're watching this right now, first of all, subscribe because I see, just like Bob says, I see y'all watching, but where are the likes? Where are the subscriptions? Come on now, support us. But also, how are we celebrating two years of Wait, Don't Do It, New Parents? We are celebrating not only by sharing these amazing stories that you guys have interacted with all week, but we are going to be creating new content out of our name, out of the podcast genre, and give you production, darling. I meant the episode today. Oh, <laughs> are, we are we doing today? Oh, cool. So we're just like reflecting, guys. Like, <laughs> first of all, I really, honestly, did not feel comfortable uh, coming on to this podcast and not acknowledging what happened in Georgia today. Our hearts are with our Asian brothers and sisters out there, and especially to the, the family of those victims that um, that were affected by this awful terrorist attack. Our hearts are with you, one hundred percent. Stop Asian hate. Stop this domestic terrorism. We stop coddling white men. But y'all know that. I mean, they they are the most protected. They they are the most protected. Go to our TikTok. You'll see, honey. They they walk this man out with a bulletproof vest. Crazy. So now picture it for real. For real. Um, we met in college, so it started all started in college. Me and Nunu. So, like, let's do it to the real story here. I'm and gonna, so I just want. Okay, so picture Nunu, because she this was Nunu before the wig. So just back to her civil rights hair. And then she I remember a much meaner Nunu, a much more rude Nunu. Like she did not mean her now. <laughs> no, you're you you were mean to me. You did not like me. At I want you around. <laughs> so, so basically we went to school together at UNCG. Um, University of North Carolina at Greensboro. First of all, I'm proud of my only degree. <laughs> but I am proud to say that we are Spartans through and through. G-G-G-G-G-G-G. However, that's where we met. Uh, Nunu's old booty had already graduated. She graduated, and I had come in as a junior because I went two years before to a community college. Surrey Community College, honey. And that's the one I don't claim. <laughs> we all don't claim one. Yeah, I only claim, yeah, you only claim one. The only one you're going to go to. Um, so, 
I spent my first years of community college. So I went to UCG my junior year. I was really excited. This is my first time away from home. And I'm the new, hot, sexy, like cute, like junior gay. Because first of all, we all know, we all fucking know, small liberal art school gays. When a new gay's in town, y'all know who she is. Y'all are on Grinder. We see each other on Grinder. So oh, that is like bad. People do not understand. That's how I. That's how I. That's, that's how you keep track. You that's keep how we track. got to the. What? What's your girl? Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you said that's what I got in Spencer's. No, I remember having a whole beef with. Who was it? It was some gay I knew. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> I no, they, they, they they, no, 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 no. I mean, are we going to get... That's <laughs> not with the quack. business up there. <laughs> I remember. They, like, they like, shading each other on Grinder or something. It's no, 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 no. I remember. The true tea is that they went on a date, then. Those two bottoms? <laughs> Those two went on a date. That boat was pissed because um, I'm pretty sure that... Also a transfer? Yeah, he's a transfer student. We're gonna bleep all this out, but we're gonna keep <laughs> I'm gonna bleep, I'm, I won't bleep the names, but I'm keeping this too. Um, so, because I just wanna show the babies at home what it was six years ago in college. Um, so these two went on a date and <laughs> just dropped <laughs> like a couple of days after. And then when I date with- That's not what I heard. They went on a date. Apparently they went on a date. They were hooking, or they either were texting or da 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 something like along the lines. And then, like, fast forward, <laughs> talking to <laughs> and I was triggered both me and <laughs> completely. And didn't it all. The gays were shook in the community for some But yeah, no, back to the story. So, yeah, liberal arts gays. We know when a new gay that we find <laughs> around town, we know through the grinders, we we see we see each other. So apparently knew, 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 knew who I was. And she just did not like me. I always got really like, I always was just naturally drawn to Nunu because another gay of color, I would, I, <laughs> <laughs> I won't, I won't, I won't bleep your name out. Yeah. I no, always, no, I remember, story. I, I'll tell my side of the story. I always, I mean, I, no matter if Nunu had drawn on warts on her face during Halloween, no matter if she was, bootleg drunk at a frat party knocking over things. I always d- walked over to New York and said, oh my god, hey girl! Da, 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 da. Hey mama! Because I was also... Shame. <laughs> I can't wait for to hear your side of the story, but I was always really like approachable to New And yet, I and I knew Nunu was like, okay, I'll talk to her. Like, she's another... She, she knew I was about that life. And then... Uh, fast forward, like, that's how our first couple year was. And then the second year happened. And then stop you right there. Let me tell my side of the first year. Okay, okay. So I am bit bopping around. I'm graduating. I'm with my girls, honey. We they're still in college, but we're all 21. We're young. We're partying, and this is what my life was: another club, another club, partying, buzz, another club. Correction, right. correction, graduation, club, another club, 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 literally. <laughs> And you know there, there was a, there was a scene, right? And one of the scenes we were in was the fra- okay. <laughs> it was a corner street called Corner Bar. What was it? I don't know your scene, but I can tell you about my scene. College uh, Hill. College. College. That's I don't ever, 
ever cover college bill. Put a name on it, honey. Tastry Coffee. <laughs> yeah, it's a different scene. So obviously, your girls was a part of the hipster scene, the art scene, and the frat scene because of our mutual friends, right? <laughs> and then the the frat scene is kind of weird. I was in the frat scene, as I forget. Yeah, that, that's, really, that's how you came. So when we started coming into the frat scene, <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, all these other girls started to appear, you know, I mean, what am I supposed to be like? Because you were in the group with, like, Kayo, right? And all these people. Uh, no, I, first of all, I was getting along with Sigma. I was always a swing. I was getting along with Nikki, Nikki, uh, G- Gabby, all those girls. I was always with the Sigma. I also got along with, like, Kayo. I, I enjoyed hanging out with the, like, messy Kayos because we did Greek together. And they, like... about the, the dude Kayo? Like, Kayo proper? <laughs> Do you remember? Kayo? Kayo. What's Kayo? Oh my gosh, see, you know, we're different scenes. See, girl, you see. You know, oh, that. mama, I don't know. I thought you were talking about Kai Omega. That too. But, you know, one of the hallmarks of our group when we did in the summer, because we were so cool, was saying volleyball, and your girl pretty much was like this, because I never did, you know, athletic. Oh, yeah. Uh, was that what y'all called Kai O? No, there was a guy named Kyle Proper who did a lot of <laughs> with all the parties, but no worries. Oh, okay. I don't know. Okay. So, you know, the group, the way we used to, you know, allow people into the group was, you know, the, the sand volleyball. We always invite people to sand volleyball to come out, and that's how we chit chat, right? It's like basketball wise. You know what? Come meet the girls <laughs> at the event. And, you know, when I first met Rafi, you know, I, I was not impressed. Because he was so, I, I remember the first time I see. I can still, I, you don't understand. I remember the first time I laid my eyes on him, and yet I, I was, yet. and yet I was unimpressionable. Walking right. down towards Kate Street Coffee with this white ugly bottom, and I just said, you know, love him so, and I, uh, and I paid it no mind. And then you know, a little down the road, he's here at my Sam Longball game, and I'm like, what happened? What happened to that hat? <laughs> Again, God always has a punchline for me, hoodie. And I was like, what happened? You know, what happened to his boyfriend? Why is he here? You know. <laughs> First of all, why are you cutting out all the conversations we had in between, you dumb hoe? What conversation? <laughs> That's the crazy part. So, you know, I remember obviously having something like in common with Raffy. Like, you know, we would talk on the volleyball before, and I was like, oh, like, yeah, like, we obviously like the same things, but like, I didn't want to like him because there's only one of me. You don't need any more. <laughs> um, so basically, I was so this was a summer this was a summer this was probably the best summer that we ever like i had in college it was so that was actually a really good summer got my heart broken that summer but i also like i remember you were in a transition stage so that's how we all met i remember distinctly that even when i was dating him or them um that we we had a conversation one or two conversations one when i i knew yeah we had talked before mama I knew you were your. I knew you were. I I know people knew who I was, but a lot of, you know I wasn't. And we had conversations because I I just don't see how. Oh yeah, was actually gone right. That's first second semester. Exactly. So we weren't talking. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, so probably the first the first the I, volleyball to the fitness class. You remember we all went to your fitness class. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's that was right. like my first real time. Me and the girls were like, let's go. I mean, the girls, the girls were like, let's go do the workouts with Rafi. He's so cool, whatever, whatever. 
I said, sure, I love working out. And I don't remember doing anything in there, but... <laughs> if I, like, looking back, guys, y'all, um, looking back, I got a clear indication of who Nunu was, but I didn't know at that time. And I'm, I'm going to just give you the the straight facts. Lazy. The lie. <laughs> <laughs> now that you bring up that class, so Nunu had talked up her workout game before this class. She was like, I was under the impression yeah, that Nunu... I did do that. <laughs> I was under the impression that Nunu had, was a workout girl. I was under the impression that Nunu was going to the gym all the time. That was, oh, no, that was a summer. I had started going to the gym. I know. Yes. I, I know, but you painted it out to be like you were a gym bunny. <laughs> like you oh, were girl. in there. Like, you did not tell me that you were just going on the tremble and walking for 10 minutes and calling it a day. Like that is what you did not say. So I didn't, I did not, I prepared for a really hard class. And then all of a sudden it just goes downhill. Cause I'm pretty sure it was just on and you. And then one other girl, what was the other girl? Was it Jen or it was Jen? It was Jen, it was Jen. Was it Jen? Yeah, because that is, I, yes. And it was me on and someone else. Fact of the matter is no one else was in this class. These were the only three people that came to this class. And I thought it was a special time just for us. Was that not set up just for us? No, that, that class was like so bogus. Like if y'all were not had to come, I would not have worked that day. Oh, I thought it was. Oh my god, Rafi's doing this thing. We should. I really thought that. I get. I used to live my basketball day. I was like, okay, we're gonna show up. Unless I was the trainer, we hired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like like basketball wives. <laughs> No, I didn't I, know that was a class. Well, like, that was a class, and I, but I, again, no one ever showed up, so it was either give or take for that. But I remember, but I remember it just went downhill as soon as I said, like, burpees, honey. And then all of a sudden, y'all were not taking it seriously. Y'all were a mess the entire time. It was so funny. Um, but yeah, that summer happened. And then, fast forward, um, I graduate, and then I move up here with a mutual friend of ours. And, or his friend, a stranger to me. Um, and we ended up, you know, all moving up here together because of- Up in person. Huh? We just all were bumping person in the house. Not, don't paint that picture. <laughs> don't paint that picture. Um, so basically, yeah, I moved up here. Then um, I was under the impression that I was friends with the person I moved up with, and I was not. Um, but- and so once that friendship was like trashola, I was excited because I always knew that Nunu was going to move up here. So we were talking, we were getting to know each other. But it's funny how Nunu would keep tabs on me, even though she wasn't living up here yet. Nunu, do you want to tell them how you were keeping tabs? So picture it, 2015. 16. 15 New Year's when I moved up. <laughs> <laughs> 2016. We, I mean, so weird because I remember... I was going to come up and visit my friend and, you know, Rafi was also moving up that day and I had, like, asked him for his number and stuff so we could, like, link up and then we both got there so early for no reason, waiting on him. You remember? We'd, like, sit in the car while he got off work. Oh, and that's when we really got to know each other. Yeah, and I realized how, like, shallow Rafi was and I was like, okay. You don't understand, y'all. I'm going to tell you why I knew. Because I was, like, playing Lano Del Rey and he was like, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand sadness. Uh, but that we also just had really good conversations. We um, went out to the club on the messiest New Year's ever. Was that New Year's? Yeah, that was all the same two, three days. Everything happened in like this period. Oh my god, that was atrocious. Yeah, uh, that New Year's. 
Again, y'all, when I say it was a messy situation, that was a messy situation. What happened on New Year's? Do I even remember? Basically, I moved up here on New Year's. Do y'all even remember? Because I was the only sober one. That's the real I moved up here on New Year's. Um, and I moved in with this boy. Secretly, I I still had like unresolved feelings for this boy. And then we go to the club, we get drunk. This boy's being a hoe around everywhere. But not even just being a hoe around everywhere, ignoring me and Nunu. Um, he was blackout drunk. <laughs> he was blackout drunk. <laughs> um, and I was getting my feelings because I was like, I just moved up here. <laughs> Hello. I also had no idea anything about Rappy's emotional state. I was like, I don't know what Rappy's doing. I don't know what he's doing. I am just here. Try to yeah. enjoy my vacation. I, apparently, Nunu did not know that me and this person had, like... I didn't know that context when I came up. So I was sitting there like, yeah. going on. There was, like, tension. And, like, again, there was that was just a lot of tension between us. And so then I got drunker because, like, he was getting drunker. And then all I remember is, like, yelling at him. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I feel like to yell when she's drunk. And then I made out with somebody on top of you. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember. <laughs> I remember being so southern and so like not knowing. Like I was like, okay, guys, it's like one thirty. The club is gonna close at two. Not knowing the rules of the city, <laughs> and it did not close. I was like, oh, let's keep going. But I was ready to go, and so I was like, I'm gonna call the Uber. We started arguing with him, and then the Uber was there. I was like, all right, Raph, you coming with me or not? I'm leaving. I, yeah, I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. He was making out with a guy on top of me in a Uber. I'm trying to get him to go. But you have to understand the emotional state. like my first impression. I had just, and I was like. Yeah, I was just not in the right state because, like, obviously it was just not. I was in the state where, like, oh, this bitch is out hoeing. I'm going to be out hoeing, too. <laughs> so, so crazy. You know, everyone wants to look about New Year. So it was just. Then fast forward, Nunu goes home, and Nunu begins to visit DC monthly. Until monthly he moves up um, so monthly. in the summer, and I will always text Raffy because you have to have alliances when you go to a new place, girls. Okay, you have to have a social group. You don't want to come up to no one and be bored if you Yeah, and I w- and I was excited for you to move up. I was like, yes, this is about to be right. This is about to be lit. And then fast forward to was it June? Mm-hmm. You moved up. Um, you got me high for the first time. <laughs> like, for first the time. Well, not for the first time, but for the first actual, like, time up here, for sure. But, like, for the first time in the sense where I actually, like, felt the high, like, in a weird way. So. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of green that summer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had just gotten into it, like, two months before I'm jumping out. I'm just new person (laughs) (laughs) but that transition is always scary I think we should also talk about that how like moving up to a new city leaving especially a southern state is not easy right Rappy had a rough transition and I would say that I had a good transition but it was still rough in certain ways like I I was prepared I was probably the most prepared to be out came up every month I knew what I was doing I was working I knew my schedule and I was still like, it's that. <laughs> yeah. I was just made just like wrong choices in the beginning and then was just partying way too much and just got tied up with the wrong people. So I always suggest, like like Nunu said, find your alliances real soon, like quick. And just like, don't move, don't be brash. Looking back, 
I should have waited a whole like summer, summer. I should have taken the summer, or I should have waited. I should have taken that whole. I came in with the summer like I did. Yes, I was. I should have come up, up during summer. I should have done that. I honestly should have. I would. I was ready to move, but I should. I jumped the gun. Um, but then again, we live in a very rink-a-dink house for like the first three months of our moving up here, or you're moving up here. Nunu hates to admit that we lived in poverty ah. in Maryland. We lived in Maryland, first of all. We moved to College Park, Maryland. We did not live in poverty, first of all. We lived in Delphi across the street. I came from the school. Not many people were schooling there, working there. It's so weird now. Um, it was just weird because it wasn't like, it wasn't bad. It just could be better. And we also lived with like terrible white men. That, like, the parties, the disgusting clean, the maggots. You remember the maggots outside? Yes. Well, and those were, and and not only that, but like, you only made it to those frat boy r- r- uh, roommates. We also had a whole other batch of roommates. I mean, that's how we met Evan. Yeah. Um, and there was a Native American one too. I yeah, and he was a Republican. Oh and yeah. Where we lived, especially around those times. And so, yeah. So we lived in like college park maryland and then finally i moved to dc and then behold like finally lo and behold i stopped being friends with what's his face and then me and you became friends like from 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 that situation and i lived with what's his face for two years so. <laughs> yes <laughs> that was your roommate for like two years and so now uh we started the podcast from then on. We, we, I always, like, we always had great conversations. We always had, like, funny conversations. And just, like, every best friend group, you're like, oh, my God, we're so funny. We should start a podcast. And Rafi, when I say, like, I am going to start a podcast, I was like, what does it take? Because I want to do it. And we did it. Right. Rafi's very um, intense with his ideas and loves to just get them out there. And I was, the truth is, I think we don't do it started because I was so bored just my life in a sense because after grad school you know i was so busy i was doing like 14 16 hour days and then i started working and i was like so bored i was like seven hours what am i doing for my other day <laughs> and so the podcast was like a perfect perfect place for me to channel all my energy and now it drains me it's so broke <laughs> Um, yeah, because also we were at the time of Trump. Trump had, like, it was a year into Trump. And it really, like, awoke a lot of feeling for me and Anu, like, as far as, like, opinions and not having outlets, not having proper outlets, uh, just having Facebook posts, but seeing those just not being enough. Um, and also just the, the, we always live for the applause. So just have, being on, be, like, being on a mic, having a mic and not even caring who's listening, just... You, either you click or you don't click but either way my voice is gonna be out there you know what i'm saying right and people always comment on our chemistry and that's what really makes it you know so powerful and what is the secret to all that i, I think it's about shared purpose i think it's about wanting to create something with someone and also be super open to the, the bumps in the ride a lot of people a lot of y'all don't have a lot of close friendships, a lot of friendships where you can really, really be vulnerable. I'm sorry, y'all. For people's friendships. Oh, our relationships. And two, I mean, we've both seen that in, in our lives. You know, there's relationships, there's friendships where they can't handle obstacles, they can't handle tension. And, you know, Rafi brings the drama, okay? 
<laughs> what do you think you'd be doing if you were not doing redundant? Such a good question. Because you know, I started a lot of projects that never finished, like mixtapes and other things. Um, I I don't know. Part of me feels like this would have happened eventually. Yeah, because you I always had know. a name for her. You always had a always name. Had a name and always like, you know, makeup. So I feel like this would have happened, but it would not, I would not have the confidence. Um, and I think that is why I love what you're doing because it has prepared us in you know the real world for a lot of things. We're used to hosting. We're used to talking for you know a long time about our opinions, so we can we can have discussions. And a lot of y'all can't host. A lot of y'all can't. <laughs> oh my god! Who are you talking to today? <laughs> who are you talking? Whose street are you driving past today? <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> if it doesn't apply, don't stop. Okay. If it doesn't apply, you can move it. But I, I, I think that is what I mean by that is that when we started Wait, Don't Do It, I feel like we started a movement because people, of course, you know, write you off. Your friends are like, oh, that's so cool. We're going to listen. And they don't. And, <laughs> you know, they think, okay, this is just something that Rappy News is doing. This will be a little whatever, whatever. And we just like kept coming back with a vengeance. And we've seen a lot of podcasts um, say they're going to start. We see a lot of podcasts say we're we're going to do a podcast, and they release once every four months. So, you know, it, it. I'm happy that we have longevity, we have consistency, and we have the relationship and the shared ideal that we can do it is just more than us. It's a movement, it's an impact, and it really has touched a lot of people, and that's what's important to me. Wonderful. That's like that's what I, and I 100% agree. I want to show that, um, like I said, I've had a lot of annoying bad relationships in my life, and I always think that our chemistry, our our banter, but also the way that we look out for each other and the, our our honesty is another thing that I really do value as well. And I don't see that enough, especially in the gay community. I, th- I think, especially the pandemic showed that a lot of people rely on their friendships to go out to the bars, go out to the clubs, and then... They don't have anything. They don't, they don't have anything with about. them. They don't have anything to talk about. They just talk about the gym. They talk about their workouts. They talk about what they ate that day. They talk about how fat they are because they eat that. And then they move on with their day. And I think that because of our shared experiences being POC, queer, and thick, that we were exposed to so much different, so many different obstacles that people just can't relate to. And then therefore have no way to, to draw attention to themselves besides the way they look. Absolutely. And wait to do it is, again, that voice to say, y'all are valued, all you queer people of color, anyone that's different feels marginalized. We see you. We have uh, a voice. And if you want to share your voice, come on the show. Come share it with us. Come interact with us. And it has led to so many other gigs. Yeah, I um, I mean, I it's just everything that Wait Don't Do has taught me. I mean, our theme song, our iconic theme song that I will listen to for, to for the rest of my life, um, done by the amazing DJ Lothario, uh, and the our like intro cards and all the projects that are coming from this project, but also just the, exp- the exposures that we've gotten. The skills we've learned, video editing, graphic design, <laughs> drag. Drag, oh yeah. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> microphone, sp- mic- microphone spinning finally. Um, but also, just, oh my God, I was going to say something really good and then I lost it because of your beauty, Minu. 
your beauty. Ooh. Oh no, but think about all the stuff that we've gotten to do. We got to do that collab with 305. We also got to do that um, awesome interview with Washington Improv Theater. And so I think that if we have anything to say to the queer POC people of color, especially the thick ones that have been uh, kind of pushed onto the side, is put your voice out there. We have the best opinions. I am tired of sleeping on like the fact, you know, I don't sleep on it, but it's almost like I forget our the power that it is to be the the, the underdogs or the the you. I, I know you don't like the word underdog or you, you don't relate to an underdog, uh, but I like to think that I relate to the underdogs or the or the people that oh my under whoever whoever Pink was singing to. Uh, Raise, raise your glass to. Raise your glass to. That's who we're like to. Period. That's who. That's who. That's actually who. That's whose voices should be in the forefront, and we have to keep pushing our voices to the forefront. Seeing amazing queer POC artists like Jamie, like Indigo, like Callie, just doing their thing, especially during COVID, it's like expanding their um, their brands and reach all during this time has been great. And so I think Wait Don't Do has exposed us to other creators that yeah. we didn't even know existed. We would not even know they exist until now. And now you have your show with Callie, girl. It's just, it's, it's it, I can't believe all this has happened in three years, two years, two years. Two years, two years, you know, one year audio, one year, you know, video. So especially that last year, we hooked it up, didn't we, bitch? <laughs> I mean, I'm so excited. The green screen was the best investment that we got. Um, cause it's fun. It, it just made the job. The- studio. Oh my God. We finally got a real studio. That was. <laughs> yep. And then uh, Silver Spring. Very grateful for that. And <laughs> I think I'm just so grateful for myself, for you and for the bravery to put out these opinions without fear and to be authentic for people. And that's something I didn't have uh, growing up, and it's something I was afraid to do. But of course, through all of this, I, I, I'm able to be so much stronger than yesterday. And so can you, and the future is in your hands. So turn it, boo. And and there you have it, folks. There you have it. <laughs> How should we wrap up the episode? This is so fun, talking about ourselves. It's always fun talking about ourselves, oh my God. Um, it's, it's just, it does not feel like, it does not feel like two years. But it's also been 20 years since Lady Marmalade was released, so, but who am I? Why are y'all surprised? Okay, y'all starting to get a little ridiculous. That's like me saying, oh my God, y'all, can you believe the Margarita came out like 25 years ago? Bitch, that was when we were born. I, we all remember when Lady Marmalade, that was like a, mo- that was a moment. That was like, yeah, and I was 10 years old, so. <laughs> Like I, I was not in high school. I knew I was not in high school during that. I was a kid. Y'all are okay. Millennials Clearly, are, we're not buying the Moulin Rouge soundtrack just for that song. It felt it. Oh, I forgot Moulin Rouge was tied to that. I thought that was just his own thing. And I was sitting there like, I just can't believe. I just still remember ordering it. So it's crazy to me that this many years. I mean, <laughs> since Twilight, Twilight's been what? I don't talk about that either. <laughs> years, Twilight was thirteen years ago, and I wouldn't know because I watch it every day. So. Please stop. No, that has so much implicit bias and racism in it. I mean, there was a Confederate soldier in the family. Jasper was a Confederate soldier. Yeah, he'd been around forever. And he, and oh, so we're just going to normalize having Confederate friends? <laughs> y'all family, do you start? <laughs> that was the issue. All y'all got Confederate friends. Okay, no, no, no. Uh, no, I, 
I think we should cancel. I, first of all, I've canceled that a long time ago. Cancel everything that was ever problematic, y'all. <laughs> no, out, out the door. Out the door. We have been canceled. We have been got canceled. So where do we go from here with Wait, Don't Do It? Where does Wait... I feel like we've asked the question so many times. Where does we go? Where are we going to go? But I do believe that Wait, Don't Do It is going to go in the trajectory. I've always said it's a production company. We are an umbrella company. Uh, where I don't see it stopping with just audio and visual podcasting. I see it with shows. I see it with, uh, like, actual scripted reality series. I want it all to be a thing. So I'm very excited to see where the next year comes, where where Wait, Don't Do It takes us, and with everyone's support at home, how far you guys can take this. Because, again, we, we get so riled up when we hear like oh my god we love this episode or we just love that it's just so it's so fun to hear and it's just we have really done a lot we've interviewed people we've been on shows it's like we are literally our own wow presents plus and y'all should subscribe and like and give us money because don't you want this content mama perfect so there you have it folks <laughs> There you have it. Two years of Wait, Don't Do It. I love us. I love Wait, Don't Do It. I love all of our listeners who continue to show love to your girl, to your boy, to the idea of POC empowerment because it's inevitable. And so if you want more Wait, Don't Do It at home and to secure that we're going to be out for the next five years, um, where can they find us, your new parents? Make sure you follow Wait, Don't Do It on all the platforms, okay? WD Podcast on TikTok. Wait, don't do it podcast on Instagram. And wait, don't do it on YouTube. Subscribe, like, share. Okay, okay. And of course, you can find me, Rafiko Nika, on TikTok and Instagram. Please go follow WDI Podcast on TikTok. We just had a nice little boost in followership over the weekend. I'm so excited about that. Uh, it is again WDF podcast. We have so many, fun, so much fun content out there. You know, Rafi has a lot of opinions, and I have literally an opinion about everything <laughs> on TikTok. So, if you want my opinion on what's going on in trends and all that shit, go on WDF podcast and sign my DM. And make sure you follow your girl at New New Paris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all of that. And make sure you catch me every Saturday live going over the root camera we call Jack Drake. Okay, baby? Awesome. Well, adios, niños. Bye. See you next year. <laughs> Besos. <laughs>